Welcome to the Bible Truth Podcast with Ron and Tim Reynolds, pastors and Bible teachers. Pastor Ron and Pastor Tim combined for more than 70 years of teaching and preaching God's Word. Listen now as they share the eternal truths of the Bible. All right, my last session, I stopped at uh, chapter 8, verse 21, so we'll pick it up at verse 22. The subject is uh, wisdom, as it is throughout the book of Proverbs, and uh, it seems that the Heavenly Father is showing us all the benefits that we as children of God can have if we will seek His wisdom, because He is wisdom. Uh, The Lord is wisdom personified, and that's explained here in verse 22, When it says in chapter 8, verse 22, The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. Uh, The question is, uh, who is me? Uh, And uh, I believe it's speaking there of both wisdom and the Lord Jesus Christ. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. So who... uh, Whomever uh, me is in verse 22 and I in verse 23 uh, is eternal. And that would be Jesus Christ. Uh, He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. Uh, The last book of the Bible uh, in chapter 1 of Revelation. a matter of fact, Jesus makes that statement about himself. In chapter 1 of Revelation, verse 17 Uh, John is on the Isle of Patmos, the Apostle John, and he has has these visions. And this one vision, he says, And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, and he laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. Well, who's that? That has to be Jesus Christ, because he died and rose from the grave. And behold, I am alive forevermore, amen, and have the keys of hell and death. So here in Proverbs chapter 8, verse, uh, actually verses 22 through 29, it's speaking of wisdom, godly wisdom, being personified in the person of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, all right? Uh, verse 24, when there was no depths, I was brought forth. Uh, when there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, settled, before the hills was I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. Of course he was there. Uh, When the Bible says in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God, and let's just go to that passage of Scripture. Uh, It's in John chapter 1. There should be no doubt uh, that Jesus Christ is God, and uh, God is Jesus Christ. Uh, Chapter 1, the Gospel of John, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Verse 14, and the Word was made flesh. Well, who's that? Well, that's the incarnation of, uh, of God uh, in the person of Jesus Christ, the human being, the God-man. And the Word was made flesh, dwelt among us. We beheld His glory, the glory uh, as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. 
So when we read here in Proverbs uh, about me and I and whatever, it's not just speaking of wisdom. It's speaking of Jesus Christ because he is wisdom personified. He goes on to say uh, in verse 27, when he prepared the heavens, I was there. Wisdom was there. Christ was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep. Uh, in other words, when God created everything, uh, he was right there, Jesus was, because the truth of it is, Christ is the creator. We know that to be a fact from the book of Colossians. Uh, in the New Testament book of Colossians, uh, you know, you say, well, God created everything. Well, he did, but he did it in the person of Jesus Christ, uh, God the Son, because the Bible teaches that. Uh, Colossians uh, chapter uh, 1, uh, the Bible says, uh, uh, speaking of, of Jesus Christ, uh, verse 15, chapter 1 of Colossians, who is the image of the invisible God. He's God revealed in human form, the firstborn of every creature. For by him, by this image of the invisible God, by Christ, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. It's speaking of Christ. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the first, uh, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, first one to rise from the dead, that in all things he, Jesus, might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And Colossians 2.9 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, uh, bodily. So, uh, we're talking about the same person in Proverbs chapter 8. Uh, we're looking at, uh, at verse 29. When he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his uh, commandment. In other words, the bounds of the oceans. Uh, when he appointed the foundation of the earth, then I was by him as one brought up with him. So it's simply saying just as God the Father's eternal and everlasting, so is God the Son, so is Jesus and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. Now, it's true that you cannot explain all of this in human terms. Do I understand the Trinity completely? No. The Holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Just looking at it uh, casually, you'd say, well, that means three gods, but it's not three gods. It's three persons and one God. So no one's ever been able to completely comprehend that. I think we will when we get to heaven. Uh, but yet, just because we cannot comprehend it doesn't mean it's not true. There are a lot of things that we cannot comprehend, yet they are true. Uh, he says uh, uh, in verse 31, the Lord does, rejoicing in the habitable part of the earth, and my delights were with the sons of men, uh, which uh, leads us to believe that Christ 
uh, has been here from everlasting to everlasting. He created all things, and he also he even uh, exists with the sons of men. Uh, when you read the book of Exodus, uh, the cloud that went with the children of Israel, the cloud by day and the fire by night, that was Jesus Christ. Uh, he was in a different form, but he yet was with them on that Exodus. Uh, and then it says uh, in verse 32, Now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Uh, is my there my ways speaking of wisdom or is it speaking of God? That's right. Because it's speaking of both. All right. Hear instruction, be wise and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, that heareth God's word watching daily at my gates, waiting at the post of my doors. In other words, the, the man that hears the word of God and has a close relationship with the word of God and puts it into practice daily, God is going to bless. For whosoever findeth me, findeth the Lord, findeth wisdom, findeth life. Well, they'll find not only eternal life, but they'll find the abundant life. Jesus said, I came that you might have life and life more abundantly right now in this life. This is not the best life. The best life is yet to come when we get to heaven, but we can have a blessed life in this earthly life in spite of the trials and troubles and sicknesses and diseases. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us and gave himself for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? You can enjoy this life and have a uh, an enjoyable life uh, when you put Christ first, accept him as your savior, ask him for his wisdom, and you will find life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Would you like to have God's favor? I don't know about you, but I would. Uh, I want God's favor. I, I, I don't want his disfavor. And the way I can have God's favor is to read and obey and practice what he says, his word, and ask for his wisdom to make the right decisions in life. But he that sinneth against me, again, is personified, sinneth against godly wisdom or sinneth against the Lord, wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. Well, that's pretty strong, isn't it? If you hate Jesus Christ, then you must love death. And not only physical death, but spiritual death. The Bible calls it the second death. And that's for all who have not trusted Jesus Christ and him alone as their Savior. Okay, that ends chapter 8 of Proverbs. And we will uh, be teaching chapter 9 in our next session. You've been listening to the Bible Truth Podcast with your host pastors, Tim and Ron Reynolds. They can be contacted on the Mount Vernon Baptist Temple Facebook page, or you may send Pastor Tim an email to T-I-M-R-E-Y-1 at Hotmail.com. Or if you prefer, mail correspondence to Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois, 62864. Again, that's Bible Truth Podcast, 817 Woodland Drive, Mount Vernon, Illinois 62864. Thank you for listening.